Conversations at in conversation at Camilla Gallery with Jody Knowles. Um, welcome, Jody. Hello, thank thanks, you. Thanks thank so much you for, for having on. me. <laughs> so, Jody, um, sorry, this is my intro here. Welcome to In Conversation at Camilla Gallery in a collaboration between digital creators and Camilla Gallery. Join us as we explore the creative world, engaging in insightful conversations with artists and guests linked to Camilla Gallery. Today we delve into the exhibition, The Future Is Not Ours, gracing Camilla Gallery until September 23rd. Our focus is Jodie Knowles, a Perth-born artist who aims to evoke profound emotions through her portraits with uh, dripping eyes laying bare human experiences. Guided by fashion and impactful individuals, Jodie's work reflects the balance between addiction and satisfaction, exploring intricate human emotions. The future is not ours delves into identity and spirituality, challenging norms and embracing multi-dimensional reality. Represented by um, Gallery Ether in Tokyo, Japan and Studio 281 and Camilla Gallery in Perth, Jody's art spans Australia, LA, London and Japan, leaving its mark through over 40 murals and collab collaborations with global names. Join us in this captivating conversation as we venture into the realm of creativity and alongside Jody Knowles in exclusively on in conversations at Camilla Gallery. And remember, this is a live interview, so if you have any questions, they are welcome, um, and we'll talk about them at the end of the discussion. So yeah, once again, welcome, Jody. Um, can you tell us about the title uh, the future is not ours specifically. It's very thought-provoking. Sure, and I think that's the um, kind of introduction to this show uh, because it is about perspective and how you uh, interpret those words and the play on words. So it's actually from a Doris Day song, Que Sera Sera, and I've left off the ending of that. So that song is Que Sera Sera, whatever will be, will be. The future is not ours to see. So mm. it's... Um, there's negative connotations in the way I've probably presented it, and yet um, we've just left off two words there to change the whole atmosphere of what it represents. So that's kind of where the show then leads into, where it's um, all about perspective and how no two people will experience the same moment in time, nor will they look at these works um, and relate to the way or reason why I did them. So I want it to be very much about the... Um, the viewer and how they interpret them, how they see them, how they see themselves through the works. Um, and thus, yeah, that's where the title kind of came about. Okay. Because, um, yeah, I think that's the amazing thing about art is like not everybody's going to see the same thing, not everyone's going to uh, get the same meaning from the works. 100%. And, uh, yeah, I guess that relates to the human experience aspect. Definitely. And I think no, it's not just in art, it's, um, it is in everything. Um, we don't see um, things how they are, we see them how we are. So mm. it's truly about your interpretation and your experience on planet Earth, I believe. And um, yeah, you can never be too harsh on anyone, I don't think, in relation to viewing work and viewing life and anything like that, because we're all having a human experience um, separately and very individually, I think. So. And 
this kind of philosophical, spiritual outlook on life, is this something that you've had since maybe growing up as a child or something that happened maybe recently? Yeah, definitely or? not. I've, um, it, my perception and way I view the world has shifted a lot, just like anyone as you grow and change and get hurt or success, all of these things. Um, my partner and I moved to the Blue Mountains about four years ago and from big city Sydney and that I think really helped change my perspective of what I was finding important, what, um, yeah, what was important to me, um, yeah, how I was approaching life and yeah, just looking on a deeper level, I think only in the last few years really um, and having profound experiences as a result, do you know what I mean? Like just going, oh my God, okay, I can't believe I was blinded by this or I, I was so um, into certain things that now mean nothing to me. So it's, it's about evolution and evolving, I guess, too. But um, it is very new, the spiritual realm for me. And even just looking outside of this universe and death and aliens and, you know, this, this show kind of explores all of that um, unknown and how I'm interpreting it, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, was it perhaps kind of that move to the Blue Mounds, you're sort of surrounded by nature and like out in the, you know, yeah. not in a city or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, for sure, definitely. It was, you know, getting there and being in shock horror that they don't have Uber Eats or stuff, you know, there's these things that we just um, have and expect, um, you know, there's no, we, we have a fireplace at home that has to be, I have to get the kindling early. I've got to chop the wood myself. It's a whole process that didn't normally happen mm. um, living in the city like that. So I think de definitely getting back to nature and hands-on experiences have yeah, really shaped this shift for me. Okay. And the, the title of the future is not ours. Does, is that um, like a comment on the future of the planet and... Again, Something it could like be, and it's how the viewer wants to take oh, okay. it, I really, yeah. I really think. Um, because I think as soon as you see that, that's what people go straight to. They're like, oh, you're just discussing climate change, mm. or not at all. It's, it's um, the future's not ours to see, meaning more so uh, be in the moment, be in the present time. You have no control over the future as such, of course. With climate oh, okay. change and stuff, you can't, you know, there's ways of helping adapt your future, but essentially it's about keeping really present and aware so oh yeah okay i can see i can definitely see how it yeah. um and then just discussing the work specifically with the future is not ours um although it's they're up to interpretation was there like a specific creative process that you go through that kind of guided you yeah definitely um my partner and I have uh, been getting into aliens a lot and have actually cited a few um, with the idea once you believe and the mask is off, you, you know, you really start think, seeing things. Um, so a lot of it had to do with um, playing with different alien entities or, you know, what are the masks that we wear ourselves, like who are we as people? Um, so I guess it was playing with a lot of that. So you'll see in the show lots of different bizarre characters that maybe don't, um, you've never seen in this world. Um, and yeah, I guess playing with the emotional state of that and who we are as people and what else is out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've seen, um, well, with a lot of artists, I've noticed they kind of create their own worlds and their own characters. Is this something that you've 
done? And if so, is, was it like an intentional? Yeah, thing? I feel like I've I've always um, kind of played with my own little universal world, but this one's definitely come together more so as a, a full-on like fantasy or idea of otherworldly kind of aspect. So there's some pieces that have uh, landscape in them that the clouds are all square and mismatched and, you know, kind of taking on this whole new digital world as well and the metaverse and AI and challenging that a little bit and creating my own world in this physical reality rather than an online platform. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you've, you have a few NFTs out. Um, can you talk about the process of how you kind of got into the NFT? Sure. So um, I still know nothing really about NFTs. I'm very, very bad at that. But um, uh, one of my clients for many years, uh, Marty, uh, launched and started his own uh, NFT company called Totemo in Japan and approached me to uh, do an NFT. And as I said, I, I knew nothing about this uh, digital online world or what an NFT was. So with the NFTs I created, I actually worked with an artist from uh, France. They're called the Mushroom Gallery and got mm -hmm. them to actually turn my works into an animation. So pure collaboration. I had no control over what he was going to interpret. And it was really fun. I'd just give him an image and say, go for it. And he, yeah, he created these incredible animations, um, three-dimensional um, and so my NFTs aren't just kind of, you know, the change in color or a flicking eye. It's actually becomes, um, yeah, very three-dimensional and animated, which is amazing. So, yeah, again, very collaborative um, and something that I've always done. I'm, I'm big with collaboration, so. Yeah, I find it's such an important part of being an artist. It's yeah. such a, like, an amazing thing. And uh, you've definitely done a whole lot of collaborations. Like I looked at your portfolio and you've, done stuff in like LA, London, yeah. um, Tokyo. No, I think when you've got, if you you know know my work, you see it's a very distinct style. So to stay in that style for so long, some people think, oh, it must be really easy just to do these same characters. It's, it's not because you're constantly evolving with it, but then to take that and give it to someone else for collaboration is so inspiring and fun to see just how different people interpret it and, yeah, what different like, things yeah, happen with it. Yeah, their take on on your characters. Yeah, exactly. So I, I really enjoy that aspect. And I think, yeah, I couldn't imagine doing doing art without collaborating with other creatives. I think it's so important, especially because, you know, I know nothing about film or, like I said, digital. Or I think learning these elements from other people with the talent is pretty exciting. And um, with the characters, do you kind of use, like, the same sort of characters in different different works? Do you have names for these characters? Yeah, you... I mean, a lot of people say that. They do kind of become my little babies, but they're not so much. Um, they all come from, yeah, my head. A lot of them, people say they look like me, so I think there's a bit of a self-portrait reflection there. Um, and then if I have an idea, I will just go online and find reference images that suit a shape, but they always end up kind of forming back to these particular characters. So I don't know if it's intentional or not, but, it, yeah, definitely subconsciously always happens. <laughs> um, and have you always had an interest in that, the idea of um, aliens and that, uh, that concept of like whether we're not alone? Um, I mean, I've always, um, I've always felt a sense of that we're not alone, but haven't delved in it too much. 
I've met some incredible people um, in the mountains, particularly uh, a chap named Don who lives out the back of our house. We call him mm -hmm. our shaman. And he's helped me expand my mind that maybe, you know, I've existed here before. Maybe that's why I felt this connection to something more out there. Um, so I'm developing that a lot. Um, but it hasn't always been the case. I've just felt, yeah, there is something more. I'm not settled with what we've been told. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite topical at the moment. There's some, I believe there's some, like, especially in the US, I think, um, people that are in the work for the national security or something are saying that there are yeah things out there that um they've been seeing and they're recorded definitely so i mean that's been going right for now. yeah going for for so long but it has been exposing mainly uh, main 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 oh, i can't even talk <laughs> media the mainstream media yeah. um and it's accepting that it's all real so i think they're finally letting people know that it has existed and slowly drip feeding us mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. okay um and then Specifically on the creative process of your works, um, would you say you're a mixed media artist or predominantly paints or? Yeah, definitely mixed media. Um, these works you see in this show are jigsaw cut from plywood. So getting my hands a bit dirty and creating shape and they're becoming a lot more sculptural. Um, so still applying my normal uh, acrylic and Posca, but definitely a level of sculpture element now and uh, three-dimensional aspects. So definitely mixed media. Okay. Um, and also you've done quite a few murals uh, around the world. Yeah. Um, can you talk us through what kind of style of murals you're doing and what, mid uh, what kind of, uh, in like, how, how are you sort of creating them? Is it through like spray painting or? Yeah, so again, uh, what you see with my medium uh, and process in my show pretty much applies um, on the streets and walls. I yeah. still use acrylic. I, I have dabbled with spray paint, but I'm not that good at it. Um, so just a lot of the time, it's just a small sketch I come up with for the client and, and then making that image massive on a wall uh, totally changes the shape and space of it for sure but um it's still the same process and a lot of the time people don't realize a big mural is actually takes a lot less time than something small and detailed as well mm. and uh where have you sort of been creating these murals have you created some in perth or um i know you're based in sydney yeah now, yeah so, so um now that I'm in the Blue Mountains, I've got quite a few walls there, but Perth still houses some of my walls, actually, a notable one being, I think, Rose, Rose Street near the train line. Mm. I've got a big bunny rabbit there oh, okay. that's been there for a really long time. I love driving past that when I come to Perth. Um, and then, yeah, I've done some in LA, just came back from Japan and did one at the Totem Totemo headquarters. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's just people approach me for different different base stuff, like different clients for different things, but you definitely will see my work pop up okay. everywhere. <laughs> um, and I've got the, um, one of the main images for the gallery that was advertised for the Camille Gallery for the show. And it's also up on the wall yep. behind us here. Could you talk about this uh, work specifically, the creative process and the ideas 
behind it. Sure. So this one was the first piece of the heads, and I wanted to have them all having either headdresses or some sort of symbolism with religion or um, ancient civilizations. And this particular one uh, has to do with a bit of Buddhism, but just playing with the idea of um, yeah, headdresses and otherworldly. So she started off as a self-portrait and then kind of evolved into this kind of weird alien. Mm -hmm. um, and the 3D element with the pearls I thought was really important uh, as it is sculptural looking. So I just wanted to take it off the wall a little bit. And, yeah, she was basically the beginning of all the rest of the, the crazy ideas I had with the yeah. different heads. Oh, okay, because I saw um, this one... It's not, yeah, it's not only two-dimensional paintings. You've actually used some, um, the 3D, 3D aspects to it. Um, and like with this portrait, you've used the pearls here. And then uh, I'm not sure what that's I called. I feel like that's actually something from like an air conditioning unit or something. Oh, okay. But it really suited the vibe and I wanted to, you know, I'm very um, instant with my stuff. We've got a really huge gallery, um, studio space at home with bits and pieces all through it. So that was just actually lying around at the time. And I thought, oh my God, that would look great as an astronaut kind of fixture. Um, then there's some of them that have nuts and bolts screwed into them. So anything that I could kind of think of that gave it that 3D element, I just utilized. Um, and just, yeah, again, after seeing so much online where you can have like this, this digital world and metaverses, mm, and mm. I wanted to try and um, bring that to a two-dimensional hanging on a wall and just give it that little extra pop yeah <laughs> um we're kind of now entering into like web 3 with you know the metaverse um coming i'm sure there's like so like just looking at your work i just know there's like so many things you could do with it have you started thinking about web 3 and maybe virtual reality yeah for sure i mean after obviously working um with the nfts and just seeing even what's possible there I definitely want to be able to delve into those platforms and the digital world. Again, it would be something that um, I get approached with and it's a collaboration um, and I'm always down for anything. But after doing this show, it does feel like I created a little universe. So I'd love to continue that. Even in storytelling or, you know, writing my own kids book, I've had thoughts of and just creating a new, a yeah. new world that people can relate to. Yeah. Um... And with these, uh, these characters, um, you said they were based off self-portraits. Are they they're mostly based off self-portraits? I guess, uh, like I said, they're kind of by accident self-portraits. Um, I find myself, yeah, just doodling and creating shapes and, and faces that always end up looking similar to me. And I guess that, again, is a reflection on big heads that I've done in this show, I've tried to change them up. Like you'll see some that look really like alien, something that's from the 17th century. We've got a, you know, Egyptian kind of um, headdress on a girl. So I want people to, to look at these things and either relate and see themselves in it or at least something notable about a time that's passed and try to avoid not having too much of self in it. But it, again, it just seems tends to happen for some reason. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, well, thank you so much, Jody, for coming on the Digital Freedom Podcast thank for the Kimberly Talks. Um, yeah, really interesting to find out 
about your work and it's uh it's here at the camille gallery until the 28th is it yes correct so openings on uh friday the 25th from five to seven Mm -hmm. and where can people find you on online um so i'm pretty selective there but um instagram uh, you can find me Uh, and then yeah i post a lot about my journey and what's happening personal and creatively so you can find me there Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you.